Hello, customer number one. Uh, this is Misty Gwynn, Director of Benefits and Wellness, and I would love to welcome you to our first ever podcast for you, uh, our True North, as we're starting to navigate this new world together. Uh, this is our very first podcast, and we are learning as we um, are going throughout this process. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in um, and your patience. But at Benefit Focus, we are striving to create a place where you as our associates can really um, start to shift from surviving to now thriving in this new world by providing you the resources and tools, support, and opportunities to have connection and belonging um, so that our total well-being and our families can flourish uh, in this new environment. So we're launching this podcast series to offer a different way to stay informed and learn about our benefits and our culture and hopefully ways that you can thrive in not just your professional life, but also your personal life. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to maybe listen to our podcast as you're walking your dog or folding the clothes or um, getting ready in the morning from the waist up for your next Zoom call. Uh, but I would like to introduce my co-host, the amazing uh, Benefits Navigator, um, my teammate forever and super mom, Abby Broly. Thank you. That is quite the introduction. I don't know if I am worthy, <laughs> but I'm so excited to be here. Well, definitely. And I can say too, uh, Abby is one of my you know, right-hand people in benefits, and we actually work together um, when I was on the other side as a customer. Uh, so she definitely deserves all of that and um, more when it comes <laughs> to her expertise. So thank you for uh, joining in this adventure with me, Abby. Um, and learning with me. Of course. Uh, and so our our first topic that we really uh, wanted to kick off is something that I think is on the minds of a lot of people as, you know, the month of August is, is here. Yes, it is already here. Um, but it's also known as National Back to School Month. Um, and I know as a parent myself of, you know, two boys, 12 and 14, that the evidence of how the coronavirus pandemic has disrupted our lives and routines has never really been more apparent than it is now. Um, you know, COVID-19 started as a physical health crisis this spring, and, and you guys um, are well aware of you know, the impact to um, really our entire world um, with this global pandemic. And yes, it was a physical health crisis, but it, it quickly expanded to create you know, a mental health crisis that we're working to address too, as well as a childcare crisis um, that's affecting the, I would say, total well-being um, of myself and, and our um, teammates and our families and our friends. And you know, with many school systems um, throughout the country uh, starting to announce, and I'm going to do air quotes here, best guess plans for school this fall. <laughs> You know, the only certainty that we can all rely on is that um, we need to be prepared to give ourselves, our teammates, uh, our families, a little bit more support, uh, flexibility, and um, empathy more than ever before. And so, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, my co-host is the super mom, Abby, um, has three beautiful boys. Uh, and so, Abby, Remind me again, what are the ages of your brother's Abroli gang? Because I, I love 
um, all of their names. <laughs> so, yeah, so my gang consists of Jimmy, who is eight, Danny, who is five, and Callahan, we call him Cal, who is um, almost four months. I can't believe it's been the shortest, longest four months of uh, my life with this, uh, with my, our little COVID kid here. Um, so needless to say, we've been, our life has been up, uprooted in more ways than one, not just with COVID-19, but also adding another, uh, another baby to the mix in the last four months. So it's been a wild ride. <laughs> yes, um, definitely. And, and I can say, you know, as a fellow boy mom myself, um, and because I know Abby didn't find out prior to um, Callahan joining us if it was going to be a girl or a boy, but I knew it would be a boy. Um, I know how it feels <laughs> to be outnumbered uh, in that male-dominated household, which is why I have my furry daughter um, and my dog, Maggie, that um, is usually on the couch behind me uh, during any video calls. So if you get to join me um, on video, sometimes you might see her laying behind me. Um, but as knowing that caring for our human children is much different, um, possibly, than caring for our furry ones, <laughs> uh, Abby, what do you think, because um, you're kind of at, at different spectrums uh, as kind of the really little one, you know, going in, and then you've got your elementary school, going into elementary school for the first time. Of course, then I can yep. fill in maybe those middle school and high school years. Um as we're coming along, but what do you feel are some of the biggest concerns that working parents are facing right now? Sure. Well, I mean, in, even in the best of circumstances, being a working parent is difficult. So now it's, it's nearly impossible almost these days, but I'd say among the many concerns that I'm sure parents are having, that number one is what is the going to be the best decision for and right decision for, you know, your family when it comes to going back to school. And spoiler alert, there is no right or wrong decision. It's going to be flexible and different for everybody. Um, and then I think also right on the tails of that, uh, how to, you know, communicate and have those open conversations with uh, your fellow employees and your managers about what your needs are going to be and um, what your life is going to look like when school is back in session, whether that's in your home or in a brick and mortar building or with your newly uh, formed pod or cohort. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if I had to summarize it, that would be it um, as far as what my family is looking at today. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I was just looking at some different statistics for us at, at Benefit Focus and, you know, saying like, I can't really predict what back to school will look like for, for all of you guys, you know, with our associates. I mean, my goodness, I'm trying to still figure it out <laughs> for myself as well. Um, but I know that, you know, myself and my team are really taking it as a responsibility to create kind of that culture and workplace that's going to empower you um, as we keep saying it, that's from moving from survival mode to now how can we support you um, to thrive. And so we did find, you know, looking at our like dependent census dashboard that you know, almost 40% of you guys as our associates are parents of kids that are 18 and younger. And then 
we have many more um, parents that are also dealing with college age uh, kids and, and how they're going to be returning back to school and to dorms uh, during this time. And so I know that one of the first steps that, that we try and do is we might not be able to foresee kind of all the different schedules. Um, and then, of course, all the different school systems throughout the country, because we have associates all over the country. We do want to dig into maybe some of the resources uh, that we have available to customer number one in our benefits package. Mm -hmm. And so, Abby, I know yep. recently you had reached out to CareLoop, um, which is a company-sponsored benefit that doesn't cost our associates anything. It's a caregiver support platform. And honestly, you know, I think a lot of us look at that as more of caregiving for our, maybe our elderly parents, but they have this whole kind of pediatric and childcare realm. And um, I just, I know that we featured your testimony um, of mm -hmm. your experience with Caroloop in one of our recent newsletters, uh, The Thread. And so I'll do a Shameless plug uh, for the thread right now is a reminder <laughs> to everyone uh, that we post our associate newsletter called The Thread, um, connecting our culture and company with our purpose. And we um, post that in Yammer in the Our People group every Friday. And so we always try and fill it up with great announce announcements or tips, uh, resources. We do a lot of associate features. Um, like testimonials, but also who knew or ask me anything with some of our leadership. And so just make sure, you know, to follow um, myself or the our people in your inbox. And then that way, when we post our the thread newsletter, you'll get um, an alert in there. But back to you, Abby, because uh, I, I know that yeah. we had a lot of great feedback on that testimony that you gave to us. And it even got circulated um, within the company at Caroloop, too. Uh, so I would just wonder if you could share with us your experience of working with a care coach um, at that point. Yeah, absolutely. So I reached out to CareLoop um, because uh, right or like right in around July when I was coming back to work and our school district was kind of previewing decisions that they were going to be um, making about the back to school um, options. Um, virtual was one that they were throwing out there, but I knew what virtual school looked like in the spring um, for us at home did not work, but I knew I needed to consider it for the fall because we do have immunocompromised folks in our family and we wanted to be able to continue to see them. And the only way to safely see them or that I would feel comfortable safely seeing them was possibly considering a virtual option for our kids. So. I just knowing the disaster that was a spring the spring semester for my family, I wanted to kind of get my wrap my arms around what virtual school actually should look like. Um, so I reached out to Caroloop um, and just let them know that my family was considering virtual school. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know if it's really even right for us. Maybe it won't even make sense, but I just needed a jumping off point and um their care coach, once I contacted me, once I created a quick profile of what I was looking for, and they contacted me within like two hours of me posting my, you know, request. And um, we talked about kind of what didn't work for us in the spring and what my goals were for the fall and kind of considering and wrapping my brain around what the school year would potentially look like. So Megan, my wonderful care coach, 
really dug in and did some research on national virtual school options out there um, that have been around for 20 plus years. So I knew I could go to those web, you know, their websites and kind of research and read and know I was getting good information um, from companies that have been around for many, many years. She also provided me some local um, options um, available in my school district and also some homeschooling options and what that might look like um, if we decide to go that route. And also she was able to provide me with some great resources as far as how to set up a homeschool uh, in your home and different information about how to create a pod, um, which is a kind of a small group of students and you hire either a tutor or each family kind of takes turns um, teaching that uh, lesson for the day or, or whatever, however you want to set it up. So it was hours and hours of research that was done for me and sent directly to me. Um, it saved me so much time and really helped me, you know, have peace of mind and help me make a better decision or the best decision for my family. And I mean, I, I will say none of these options that are being presented to us are, are perfect by any stretch of the means, but I at least can feel um, the most comfortable about what decision I'm making for me and my boys. Um, and you and you nailed it too. I, I mean, I think like you're saying, like there's not really a, a right or a wrong when it comes to this. And and I have never seen, you know, in, in benefits, we always say there's not a one size fits all. But I think when you start looking at people's individual needs um, and and really wants uh, and plans for childcare or in the childcare world, I've never seen that saying hold more truth. Um, and with your Care Loop experience, was it all? online um, with kind of creating your profile and then you were saying your care coach emailed you back all of those options or did you also interact with your care coach on the phone? Um, tell us a little bit more, I guess, about the options because I think there are both, but I want to make sure that we're sharing, you know, all of the information of how you can engage and interact, kind of whatever works best for you. Yep, and that's exactly right. And that's what's great about Carolyn. They will meet you where you are most comfortable. So if you just wanted to have the conversation over online using their kind of discussion board um, feature, which is just you and the care coach kind of going back and forth in an email type format, they can absolutely do that. I had my first conversation with them over the phone because I was juggling a few things at the time, getting dinner ready you know, working and feeding a baby. So chatting with her on the phone was easier than me having to sit down and, and type up an email. So I did a little bit of both. They were both um, great experiences. So if you are more comfortable talking on the phone, go for it, mix of both. Or if you just want to, you know, shoot back and forth emails at any hour, um, you can do that too. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, yeah, because I, I know it's as a parent, you know, myself, I'm constantly looking for ideas and, and resources that are going to help me figure out how to survive, how to, how to thrive um, and survive in this new world. Um, and I know that some of the online, and Abby, you actually had shared this um, statistic with me, of some of the online schools that are experienced in remote learning, and we're encouraging parents to plan for three to six hours a day. Um, I know. Support, uh, their children uh, in these new endeavors. And I think many of us as, 
you know, we are now in maybe makeshift home offices and now we have our kitchen table classrooms coming back into session. Um, you know, what do you feel, Abby, or, or maybe let's choose like top three, maybe tips or ideas that you think every parent should be aware of um, at this time? Sure. So I, I, I'd say that one of the biggest mistakes I made this spring is I really you know, went gung ho with like setting up a schedule and blocking off, you know, from this to this time, we're going to do X activity. And then from this hour, from this hour, we're doing this. And it was overwhelming for me. It was overwhelming for my kids. And we just bombed. So my, my number one tip is to start slow and give yourself and your children grace because it is a new world for all of us and we're all starting to get used to it. So be flexible, you know, start with something, but don't feel like you have to fit, you know, in this box completely, you know, you, we've got to be fluid here. Um, and then I guess followed up with that, it second tip would be ask for help and don't be afraid to ask for help. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but, Nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> We've never done this before. Um, so ask friends, neighbors, care loop, um, find a community either online or, or in person to be able to have kind of honest discussions and um, find out what wor works well for them. And um, I guess that kind of uh, one last tip is that also kind of piggybacks off that is find your tribe. Um, we, I know the party line is like, we're going, we'll get through this together, but really having that support system. And even if it's a mix of people that are doing, um, you know, an in-person brick and mortar option and you're doing, um, a virtual option, just being able to all talk and share experiences together, we're all going to grow together and learn from, um, these best practices in this kind of crazy world that we're living in today. So, just be patient, give yourself grace, um, and, and find your tribe and ask for that help when you need it. Cause or you, you can't do this alone. Yeah. If, if you can, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to reach out. You know. Like you are a robot. Um, if you can do this alone. But, <laughs> That's um, right. No. And I, and I feel Abby, you're probably, cause Abby knows me very well. She's that tip number one of kind of starting slow and trying to make sure you're not Trying to fit in a box um, is something I know myself as maybe the Enneagram um, type one uh, person. And I would say that my middle school and newly freshman and high school sons are not um, potentially going to flourish in that environment of making charts because um, they're not really motivated by stickers um, or marking stuff off a to-do list uh, <laughs> like I am. So I, I think that's a great part of it is really manage your expectations. Um, and you had some great okay. uh, things with your tips too, that I just want to mention to um, everyone in closing is that we are um, getting ready to launch a parent resource center, if you will. So in our benefit place, which is um, again, your benefits platform, you can single sign on to it from the access panel using script DB. And from your homepage, you'll see that we do have a dedicated tab now to mental health resources. And within that, you can click the drop down and you'll see that there's going to be a parent resource center. So we've been constantly um, collecting 
different resources and back to school guides from some of our partners and some um, federal and local resources. And so hopefully too, they're all different ages because as I said, it's definitely not a one size fits all. Um, and then the other piece that I think you mentioned, Abby, that's extremely important too is you know, trying to find that connection. Um, and really sometimes it's just, you just need to be validated. They're like, hey, you know what? It's okay that your children ate Doritos um, for breakfast this morning. Like they're still Absolutely. going to survive. <laughs> Uh, with it, but we are starting to create some connect groups. Uh, and so it's, we are kind of creating this on Yammer. You'll see it's not just me. Uh, and I think, you know, we're looking for volunteers and mentors uh, to opt in to maybe host some of these small groups because research will show that it's easier to get connected to maybe a smaller group of people that are going through the same rather than like a huge, massive, you know, whole organization. Um, so whether it's moms of middle schoolers, because Lord knows we need some grace and help there, um, or moms of multiples or single parents, you know, or maybe I, I love the term I heard today, it's not an empty nester, you're now a free bird. Um, so we're going to be creating a lot of these small communities and connect groups. Uh, so I just encourage you to check out Yammer and our people. And, um, and if you would like to uh, volunteer as a maybe a mentor or a small group leader, um, you can shoot me an email at misty.gwen at Benefit Focus. Um, but I just want to remind you guys, you know, as kind of the effects of this pandemic continues and we really do not know um, when it's going to end, uh, you know, we are striving to rebuild or create a culture, um, you know, during a time that kind of fear and uncertainty and confusion might be paramount. And so this is, you know, give yourself some grace, as Abby said, it's going to be a process and not just a single event. Um, and so that's a little bit of kind of this podcast as well. Uh, I'm sure that we will continue to learn how to improve um, delivering this information with you, but we look forward um, to our next podcast with you where we are going you know, to continue to focus of how we can empower you to you know, move from that surviving to now thriving and taking these true North shortcuts with us of finding out mm -hmm. about your benefits and our culture um, and ways that you can stay connected to us. So thank you so much um, for joining Abby and, and myself.